Hello, and welcome to In the Word, a ministry of Mineola Bible Institute with Dr. Larry Yates. The message you are about to hear, if diligently applied, will absolutely change your life. So grab your Bible, notebook, and pen, and get ready to take notes, because I'm praying that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, thereby allowing the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened. You got pain, he's a pain if you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. Well, glory. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you enjoy what we have to say. We're continuing today our basic course in divine healing with our discussion, Seven Questions of Divine Healing. We said we were going to ask the question, Does God heal? Who does God heal? When does God heal? Why does God heal? Where does God heal? How does God heal? And lastly, what does this mean to you? In today's session, we're going to talk about Who Does God Heal? This is part two of our series, Seven Questions on Divine Healing. Who does God heal? Well, first of all, let's ask the question, who has God healed? You can look in Scripture itself and see that it records various uh, types of people healed by God. God has healed every type of person from kings to prostitutes, pagans to prophets. So, who has God healed? There's no limit uh, to that question. But secondly, who has God promised to heal? We're going to look at several scriptural promises, scriptural healing promises. Number one, God has promised to heal anyone who has faith. Luke 17, verses 5 through 6 says it this way, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. God is no respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. Mark eleven twenty two through 24 says it this way, and Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Turn over to Isaiah 57, verse 7 through 19, and we find this. For the iniquity of his covetousness, I was wroth, and I smote him, and I hid me, and was wroth, and he went on forwardly in the way of his heart. I have seen his ways, and will heal him. I will lead him also, and restore comforts unto him, and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips, peace, Peace to him that is afar off, and to him that is near, saith the Lord, 
and I will heal him. Matthew 8 verses 5 through 7 says this, And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Here is the servant of a centurion who was not even a member of the covenant of that day, and yet Jesus had no hesitation in saying, I will come and heal your servant. Matthew thirteen fifteen we find, For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Healing comes through the word of God. You can see by the above verses that God has promised to heal anyone that turns from their evil ways. By the following verses, you can see clearly that in each instance, it was their faith that caused their healing, not just the arbitrary will of God, that mysterious will of God. In each example, there was no other requirement or ingredient besides faith. Even those who were sick because of sin were healed and their sins were forgiven. Jesus simply went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, says, because the Lord was with him. He went about wiping the slate clean for each person that came, to help, came for help. Look in Matthew 9, verse 2. And behold, they brought unto him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. Now, if it seems like we're looking at an awful lot of scripture with very little commentary, that's exactly the way it's supposed to be. I want the word to speak to you. I want you to see it in the word and um, God will take it from there. Matthew 9.22 says, Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that very hour. That's the woman who touched the hem of his garment after pressing her way through the crowd, the woman with the issue of blood. Matthew 9.29 says, He touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew fifteen twenty eight says, Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Not very often you hear of Jesus saying someone has great faith, but here was one such uh, circumstance. Mark 2, 5 says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Mark 5.34 He said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Let me encourage you to stop the tape at any given point. Go back. Look at these verses. Read them in context. We're not trying to yank something out of context to make it say something it doesn't say. It is there. I promise you. Take a look for yourself in balance and in context in the Word of God. Mark 10, 52. 
And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Luke 5, verses 18 through 20. And behold, men brought in a, a bed, a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitudes, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And Jesus, it says, and when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Luke 7.50 He said to the woman, Thy faith has saved thee. Go in peace. Luke 8.48 We see it again. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. Luke 17.19 Again, and he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Luke 18.42, once more. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight, thy faith hath saved thee. Here's a long passage, Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 16. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. When Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Or why look you so intently on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this lame man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer be granted unto you and killed the prince of life whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. 
One of the things that you'll find, I hope you'll find in Scripture, that the word whosoever means you soever. We sing the song, Just As I Am, believing that God will accept us into His family just as we are, yet we cannot believe He would heal us just as we are. We know we cannot be good enough to warrant being saved, but we somehow believe we can be good enough to warrant being healed. Folks, that is just an incorrect way of thinking. That's all I have to say on that. We are, we are so very quick to put ourselves into the category of the whosoever concerning forgiveness of sins, salvation, and, quote, going to heaven. But when it comes to the whosoever for answered prayer and having the power of the Spirit of God demonstrated in our life, we suddenly start backpedaling and trying to put all the responsibility on God. Please don't do that. Whosoever means yousoever. Thank you for joining me for this series. I hope you have enjoyed it and will share it with others. Don't forget to subscribe and get notifications of each new weekly video. And give us a thumbs up if you will. May the Lord richly bless you. And always remember, you can do it if you believe you can. What a wonderful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a wonderful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a We trust this message from the Word of God has been a blessing to you and made you think. If you need further information, you can find us on the web at MineolaBibleInstitute.org. That's MineolaBibleInstitute.org. Don't forget to look for us on Facebook, or you may write to us at Dr. Larry Yates, 738 Goodson Circle, Mineola, Texas, 75773. Whether it's a question, prayer request, or praise report, we want to hear from you. If you have enjoyed this message, don't forget to subscribe and join us each week for more Time in the Word. Thank you for joining me, and don't forget, read your Bible, read it slow, read every word, and read it like you've never read it before. Now go and have a blessed day in Jesus' mighty name.